This is Life Lessons, the Gintama Manga Cast, episode 55. We are a podcast dedicated not only to talking about Gintama, but talking about Gintama through the manga, through the uh, old English uh, Viz release, which is unfortunately discontinued. But, you know, it's still out there. You could buy it, and you, you could buy what Viz, whatever Viz put out and follow along with us on the show. Um, on this episode, we have special guest, stand-up comedian from Seattle, I believe, right? Yep. Lisa Wallen. How you doing, Lisa? Hi. I'm doing great. <laughs> so, I never thought I'd have a stand-up comedian on the show. Um, I have a lot that I want to talk to you about before we actually get on to the show, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to spend some time talking to Lisa basically about her professional little bit and uh, her anime fandom. Uh, oh, and uh, how, how she uh, how, how she's been liking Gintama because uh, you ju- you've been watching that a little bit recently. Yes. And, uh, and basically after that, uh, as for the manga, we're going to be covering chapter eighty one of the manga. If you go to sleep with the fan on, you'll get a stomach ache, so be careful. Um, and then we're going to be talking about the chapter title in the life lesson segment. And um, I think I think I'm probably going to just talk about the anime throughout the manga recap today, just because uh, I don't think there's enough material to really warrant it, it, its own anime uh, manga comparison segment today. Uh, so there probably won't be that. I'll just talk about it th- uh, throughout the manga recap, and then I think that's going to be about it for the show. But uh, Lisa, let's just get started with the show. Why don't you? Uh, why don't we just let, let's talk about Lisa? Let's talk about me. <laughs> Uh, well, so you you are like I said you are a stand up comedian. Yes. What what is what is that like? Um, it's a uh, it's stressful sometimes. Um, every day I want to quit, <laughs> and then and then when I do a show, I'm like, why do I want to quit? I don't want to quit. Um, I've been doing stand up comedy for about three years now. Oh, there I'd you say, go. Yeah, I've been serious about it for maybe like a year and a half. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's an interesting field. To try to get a career in because you don't get much money at all. And it's it's probably, I mean, I would say like the number one fear in the world is probably public speaking. But it's even harder when you're trying to sell yourself to people through laughter. And it's, uh, it's interesting, but I love it. And there's a love-hate relationship with it, but I, for the most part, I enjoy it. It's made me a lot more sociable and more of a people person since I've started. <laughs> huh, an anime fan that's that's both a comedian and a people person. You, you don't see that too often. Yeah, you don't. I have a couple comedian friends that watch anime, but they're not nearly like obsessive like <laughs> me, where it consumes your whole life. <laughs> And, and hey, if it makes you feel any better, uh, people in the anime industry don't make a lot of money to begin with anyway, so... Sweet. I'm already planning on being broke, so there you go. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I guess um, I guess you're also, from from your social media presence, it seems like you're, you're kind of known for being that comedian who likes anime, at least from what I understand. More so the comedian that loves Zelda. <laughs> ah, yeah, that, yeah, that's it too. Um, but uh, anime, I really, I've been into anime for a well, forever, but I didn't even start getting into, like, Annie Twitter until I, like, I joined Twitter <laughs> for comedy, and then I discovered the anime portion of it, and then really, like, was like, okay, this is where my new life is. <laughs> because I can't talk about anime on Facebook, really, because none of my friends watch it, and then I discovered Twitter, and I was like, oh my god, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> yeah, same same here. I, I used to, 
I used to post a lot about Twitter through like, or not Twitter, uh, anime through my uh, personal Facebook as well. I even, some of my best friends have, like used to come up to me and, and would actually be like, why do you post so much anime shit? Like, that's all you ever post about. And I'm just, I'm just sitting here, you know, watching my friend ask me that and me just thinking, well, you post about fucking hockey all the time or uh, heavy metal or Zelda or whatever. And I don't say anything. You can post whatever you want. Doesn't really bother me. And that's part of the reason I kind of went to Twitter too, is because the people actually gave a shit about what I had to say about anime, which is great. So. Well, yeah. And the people who are into it are really into it. Just like people who are into wrestling, you know, it's, (laughs) it's, which is kind of the same thing. (laughs) I trust me. I know a lot of people who are into both. Yeah, me too. It's it's pretty funny. Most comedians I know are into wrestling. Like, that's the big thing, hmm. which is interesting to me because I didn't hear about wrestling since I was 12. And then when I say that, they go, well, I haven't ta- watched anime since I was 12. I was like, okay, well, I guess we're on the same page. <laughs> so I'm going to venture a guess and say that you've been into anime longer than you've been in your profession. Oh, yes. Well, I guess I recently started getting into anime again about three or four years ago. I was really into it when I was in, like, junior high. By that, I just mean I was really into Sailor Moon. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was right, I think, probably right after I turned 21. I'm 27 now. I I started watching, like, Naruto. uh, And then I was like, eh, you know, I don't know if I really like this. And then it wasn't until years later when it was farther into the series that I was like, okay, I really want to watch this. And then I started getting into everything else. Mm. So it was like right when Attack on Titan manga was really popular. So like 2012, maybe 2013. Around then. Yeah. Yeah. But that was and then uh, ever since then, I've just been kind of gross watching anime. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess um, for those of you, for those who may not know, um, just out of curiosity, what 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 would you say is your favorite anime? Oh, Hunter Hunter. <laughs> I mean, that was easy. I would say also the Naruto, like the first series. You know, before they had the the time skip. Yeah, and if you take out the fillers, of course, too. Yeah, like the eighty episodes worth of filler. <laughs> yeah, it's like ninety something. I was like, Jesus. Um, yeah, those are definitely my top two. Uh, and then it kind of ventures off into more like uh, like Gurren Logan probably in my top uh, food wars is definitely up there uh i would say mostly into shonens <laughs> you're a, you're a woman after my own heart yeah right <laughs> i remember in the last i've been writing down every anime i've watched in the last like four years i think i'm up to like 50 something <laughs> mm. yeah so i've i mean there's still so many out there and that's what's just like it's a never-ending journey of watching anime you know hmm I guess, like, is there is there anything that you haven't gotten to that you're like you're that you're like really interested in watching? Uh, the rest of Gautama. <laughs> <laughs> hey, th- that's a good answer. And also, uh, even though I'm not extremely interested in the series, I do feel like I need to watch One Piece more. Yeah, one One Piece I can say is is pretty good. Um, I've as as someone who's been into it for a very long time, you know, it's it's definitely still one of my favorite shows. Though I will say, I'm I'm not as big a fan of the anime as I used to be, just because because the anime nowadays we're lucky if it covers more than two chapters of manga at a time. Uh, so so the pace is pretty uh, unbearable, like week to week. But you know, I I still love the manga very much. So there's that. 
Yeah, I, I after going to Japan in October, you know, that there's one piece everywhere and I was like, okay, clearly this is something I need to get into. So, one day. Oh yeah, that's it's a huge damn phenomenon over there. There are that there are like one piece toiletries there. I've I've seen pictures of like one piece toilet paper and one piece tampons. Yes, those exist. Um There's one piece restaurants. Yes, and and <laughs> like one piece gift shops and it's like it's 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 a cultural phenomenon over there. Like it's just it's just a part of the culture over there. Like, you know, no big deal. Kind of like how stuff like uh I want to say like like the peanuts are just a part of our culture over here and whatnot. Yeah, it's 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 pretty ridiculous. It's like the Simpsons, I would say, over there. Yeah, that's how much paraphernalia you'd see, and it's it was really funny. Like I, you know, go to Japan, see how they per- their perspective on anime is like. <laughs> uh, that actually, that's right. I I forgot that you were you were telling me um, on Twitter that yeah, you, you did you did just um, go to Japan a few months ago. I did. Now, how how was that? Incredible. <laughs> best vacation I've ever been on. Uh, we didn't stay that long. We only went for nine or ten days because the round trip tickets were really cheap. But I did everything I could to eat ramen at different places every day, <laughs> and you know, checked out Akihabara, which is the you know the anime capital of the world. Yes. Went to the manga museum. Went to the jump stores. Like we did. We went to J World. We did everything you could do that was basically anime related in nine days. As as someone who is um very into manga i'm very jealous i I didn't know you went to the manga museum that's that's amazing i'm sure it was great it was pretty cool i mean it's it's small but i mean we went to the one in kyoto Mm. uh i don't know if there's other ones we just saw it randomly like on a map but it was really cool they you know they had different types of artists and like what their original drawings look like and I kind of wish I was more into manga than because I'm more into anime than I am manga, and I really wish I, I I was more into manga. And it's just a lot harder to find, and it's a lot more expensive. <laughs> um, I, I could see that. I mean, I I feel like manga used to be a little more affordable over here, like a few years ago. I remember, uh, I remember One Piece actually when I when I first started buying that only cost like seven ninety five a volume. And then, like, a few years after I got into One Piece, uh, I guess it's mostly Viz at the time started upping their prices to, like, nine ninety nine for most of their stuff. So it took me even longer to, like, catch up with One Piece at that point. About two years. No no big deal. Um, bought about 40 volumes within the next two years after that. But, yeah, so I guess um, I think you, you, you mentioned also that you went to J-World. Yes. <laughs> so you have to tell me about that. Oh gosh. Uh it was awesome because it isn't a big tourist attraction, which we weren't expect we were literally maybe ten people there, you know, there's us us two and ten other people there, and they have like a whole One Piece land, a Naruto land, a Dragon Ball Z area, and they have like these awesome games, like amusement games, like, you know, little arcade games, but you you could tell it's it's totally Japan's ideas. <laughs> it, <laughs> It like the sh- we did the Shinobi War one um, from Naruto, and you walk into these weird rooms. It's like a laser tag type of thing. You have to defeat each member. What? That sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> and the one part that was hilarious is at the end, you have to uh, t- like get the tailed beast, you know, away from um, from Obito, mm, okay. and you throw Rasengans at the screen, and the Rasengans are just little blue bouncy balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
and yeah, and then when you hit the screen, they disappear because their technology is way better than ours. Um, and then there's, of course, the uh, what's the uh, is it Zetsu? Is that his name? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, Zetsu. There's like these Zetsu clones, and they're punching bags, and you have to punch them. Like <laughs> it's it's pretty like kiddish, but it's super fun. And then there's another game where we had to like summon different beasts. It was just. The One Piece one was really cool because they had like kind of like it's a small world after all, but you're on a boat and it was like a horror theme because it was a uh, Halloween. Oh, cool. And I wasn't into One Piece, but we still did the ride and they just had all these random characters come out and try to scare you. And it was pretty cool. <laughs> hmm. Uh, that's that's interesting. I, I feel like I feel like I, I I feel like I have a feeling how I know. I, I know how they would like dress up that attraction, considering that at, at some point they actually they actually do come across an island full of zombies and weird creatures and whatnot. It's it's pretty interesting, um, but yeah, uh, I guess just I, I I forget. I know I know we probably talked about this off mic, but what what was what was the Gintama stuff like there? If you happen to see any? Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> every so. Obviously, Japan's kind of known for having arcades, and every single arcade, uh, you know how they have those little crane games? Yeah. Every single crane game had, like, Gitama figures in them. I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, in J-World, they have narrators, and Gin was, like, the narrator. Oh, that's 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 amazing. <laughs> Which, so his voice, and of course there's no, like, subtitles, so I just hear him, like, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is Gin. That sounds like him. And there's a whole, like, Gitama, like, uh, area set up. I think I showed you pictures where they're all in, like, Halloween costumes and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And they had, like, life-size statues of all the characters. But, like, even in the grocery store, they had, like, Gitama, like... Uh, rice pudding, Gatama candy, Gatama like uh, all sorts of like weird desserts. <laughs> so I, I didn't realize that series was so big over there. Uh, yeah, it it's 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 pretty. It's not like One Piece big, but it's it's still pretty big. Honestly, it felt bigger than any other anime besides One Piece. Like Naruto wasn't big there at all, which was interesting because it was right during the final battle. That was kind of the theme of J World. Mm, interesting. But Gatama stuff was everywhere. I was like, oh my gosh, they love Gatama. And Buzz Lightyear was another big one there, which was interesting. Huh. <laughs> it was like, but Buzz Lightyear that was that was a franchise they had over there. I don't know. Like, there is One Piece Gatama, and then there's Buzz Lightyear action figures everywhere. Buzz Lightyear Gundams, Buzz Lightyear posters. Whoa, really? I, I didn't realize Buzz Lightyear was such a popular character in Japan, apparently. I didn't. Maybe they just love Tim Allen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder I wonder how they would feel about home improvement. Right. Well, yeah, it was it was it was interesting and it's part of the reason why I I kind of got back into the series and why I want to get into One Piece is because like obviously these are the two most respected anime series in Japan cuz if you go to anime stores there since it's it's normal there everything's kind of seasonal. So when you went to like the the Jump Store, Haiku and like My Hero Academia were like the two big uh you know, series that they're promoting. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome, because you can't buy My Hero stuff in the U.S., so we stocked up. <laughs> hey, I mean, give it time. My Hero Academia is, it, it's get it's getting its feet wet. I think there'll come a time when you'll be able to buy, like, figures and stuff, and maybe give it a couple years. 
Oh, yeah. And I know that Funko Pop is uh, trying to buy license for it right now. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be a bigger series, but it was kind of cool going to Japan and seeing, like, you know, how we in America, our big series are like Rick and Morty, you know? So we have Rick and Morty stuff everywhere, but there it was like my hero. So I was like, oh, it's. Yeah, cool. like they even they even just recently had like a Rick and Morty art exhibit. And um, I wish I could find the tweet, but like uh, the art exhibit, the venue that that was held at was talking about how it was bigger than like all these other um art exhibits for other like properties that they had had. And it was it was really interesting to hear how much support that had gotten. But that's a whole other thing. So I guess um, it sounds like J-World was fun. Um, so I guess just before we get on to the rest of the show, I still want to talk to you about a few more things. Uh, first off, how are you liking Gintama so far, just in general? I love it. I mean, I watched the uh, the first, um, you know, the I'd say like the first was like 30 episodes where we're still kind of introducing the, the characters in the series. Yep, there's a lot of characters. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's kind of hard because I, I forget almost everyone's name. <laughs> but then I just recently started watching it again, uh, and I'm on episode 60. I'm on the second episode of the, uh, the is it the Benza? The, the, Benny, the Benny Zakra. Yeah, Benny Zakra arc. So um, they just uh, in, in, infiltrated the ship. So <laughs> that's the part that I'm at right now. And it's such, oh, I love how goofy and over the top. It's my favorite type of comedy because it's so different than what I'm used to. I'm so used to like dry, sarcastic humor that you see and everything. And that's like the big thing now, at least in American television. So it is nice to see more of like the, the goofier humor in Japan. You know, I just watched the uh, episodes where they had the go to the host club. <laughs> And the guy was like, ah, oh, Maru-chan became a mother. And then he, like, left. And then him and, like, all of his buddies were, like, sitting around staring at this mom and their, her puppies. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great show. I love it. And I think it's definitely going to... I'm looking for a, a new series to binge because I've been watching so many, like, shorter series lately. So I think Atom is just going to be that that series. Well, that, that's great to hear. And it's 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 really... It's really interesting to hear your thoughts on the comedy, especially since, like, because I, I feel like Gintama has a touch of that very deadpan humor when it wants to, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, it and, and every once in a while, especially Gin, like, as a character, that's just who he is. He's just kind of, like, this more stable, unless he's, you know, <laughs> stuck in a situation he doesn't want to be. But as far as, like, his humor goes, it's very just, like, trying to think of a word. I would say it's a little more dry than a lot of the other characters yeah i think that's a that's a good way to put it so i so i guess yeah just just like i i guess we were we were we're kind of talking about it now but i guess yeah just as a as a stand-up comedian i guess it's it must be very interesting to watch something like gintama oh definitely uh it's well me personally like i'm not really into watching stand-up comedy i actually wasn't really into it when i started comedy i was just a big fan of of sketch like, I love seeing sketch writers and seeing how people, like, write series. Like, the one that really actually got me into comedy was uh, The Office. <laughs> ah, there you go. Um, because I cause I grew up watching Friends and Seinfeld, which were, like, very, like, slapstick, you know, punchline, laugh break. and Very, very sitcom -y. 
yeah, very sitcom-y, 90s sitcom-y, and then going into <laughs> more like The Office and Parks and Rec, where it's more like dry and like subtle humor. So I love seeing how humor like evolves over time. And uh, that's why I really started getting into comedy. And then I started getting into anime again. And seeing how culturally, like, the, the you know, Japanese animation, how the comedy's like in there compared to, like, American, like, we like raunchy cartoons. You know what I mean? Like, we like Rick and Morty and, like, South Park type of stuff. Yeah, and Family Guy and whatnot. Family Guy, you know, stuff that really, like, gets to, to issues that bug you. You know, uh -huh. things that are more serious. Uh, so I do like how Gautama kind of does that in a cultural aspect. Like, they always have, like, little things on the top of the screen where what they're referring to. But... Yeah, Gintama is not uh, is not afraid of doing its own satire every once in a while. But it's a lot more refreshing, because just when you think they're not going to continue a joke, they continue with it, and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, Sirachi really knows how to, like, just take the ball and just keep rolling it. Yeah, it's almost like watching a meme. <laughs> <laughs> now, leave, leave that to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. That, yes. That's the meme anime. Yeah, JoJo's is just all over the place. But, I mean, <laughs> sometimes they take a joke and they make it bigger, and then I don't know where that joke is going. I'm like, okay, now this is series has just gotten ridiculous. But I love JoJo. <laughs> uh, but Gautama itself, like, they, they always, like, I'm trying to think of the example uh, like the host club one where he was like, oh, I want to get this done so I can go see my puppies. And then he gets pissed off because his dog had puppies and he goes and they're just sitting around like staring at puppies. It's like, oh, my God, they actually went on with this joke. <laughs> uh, um, OK, now, now I'm it's I'm starting to remember what you're talking about now, because that because that character, unfortunately, is, is not around very often. Yeah. And I, I know you've seen a lot more farther ahead in the series than I have. And I know they actually just recently started what season four more, more or less yeah uh, um but also same thing when they when they had the baby you know when they thought that that was gin's baby <laughs> yeah we actually we actually just covered that on the podcast uh previously it was uh yeah they continued with that and uh but they always have like some sort of like heartwarming message too at the end which is really interesting to me is that they they get really goofy but they always like wind up kind of being like oh okay yeah i see for me personally i've always felt that gintama is more gintama is like your family guy we're a little more thoughtful you know it, you know gintama has a share of pretty like gross raunchy humor too like gintama is not afraid of um afraid to have their female characters throw up um, I mean, thankfully, they, unlike Family Guy, they kind of keep that to a minimum. They don't, like, you know... Are they, they talk don't about how their panties are stained and soaked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is pretty gross, but, like, I, I feel like Family Guy also is just... Like I said, Gintama is a lot more thoughtful, and, like, it, like they're not just they're not just trying to, like, make stupid, like, cutaway jokes that don't really, like, relate to what's going on. Like, like Gin Gintoki isn't gonna be, like... Man, this is worse than that time I I was in that hot dog eating contest. You know, yeah, like <laughs> and all that like American humor especially in cartoons is more about shock value more than Yeah. Anything. It's like, "Oh, let's see how far we can take this joke without getting in trouble with the network." But Gatama doesn't really do that. Like they do have raunchy humor, but it's not uncomfortable or it's like, "Okay, they didn't have to do that." You know. Yeah, like I, I Gintama knows when to I don't know if I want to say when to quick, because I'm actually not sure if that statement's true. <laughs> 
They know how to make, I would say they know how to make it more tasteful. I, c- compared to Family Guy, sure. Otherwise, yeah. maybe not. I don't know. I don't know if I want to say tasteful, because it, it is still kind of gross. But I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird line to walk. Um, but, like, the, the thing that kind of gets me about Family Guy in particular is that, like, every once in a while, they try to have, like, uh, like, I remember they did an entire episode about, like, how how the family, like, treats Meg or whatever, because, you know, Meg is the butt of the joke, and that's the joke. Um, and uh, I remember they had an entire episode just, like, of her finally, like, ba- backlashing against her entire family and just pointing out all their flaws. And, like, you know, they, they try to have, like, the serious character thing or whatever, and it just, it doesn't really work, because, like... I know what th- episode you're talking about. There's There's no, like, there's no, like... I mean, I guess, I guess in their way, maybe there is build up to it. I don't know. Well, there's, it's it, there's, there's no, there's no emotional build up to it. Like you, you can't really like take it seriously, and it just it feels like it feels like a very like hard left turn into a different tone. Like it, it clashes tonally, especially when you have like Stewie being like, "Oh hey, I said a catchphrase. Look, it's catching up. It's catching up on Twitter. Aren't I funny?" Like, and like it's just. I just don't feel like that works. Well, also with anime versus, I guess, as far as, like, American cartoons go, is that they don't really want the audience to be emotionally involved with the characters. Yeah. And, you know, you see, like, a character in a cartoon, like, I was telling my friend early, like earlier this week that there's not really an American equivalent to anime because we don't really have, you know, comic book series turn into, like, long tv shows that really get you like captivated um and anime for example like the all the characters you get pretty attached to because there's more depth than just like the comedy which is another reason why i love gatama so much is that they don't just make slapstick humor it's like there's a lot of drama and seriousness and there's a lot of depth to each character it's not it's not just a joke machine yeah exactly like you watch an episode of family guy and they'd be like we'll talk about how um you know, how uh, Quagmire used to do this back in the day, but you don't really give a shit because he's a shitty character. But like, <laughs> yeah, but like Pretty any much. anime character, they they really focus on character development. So when something does seriously happen to him, you're like, oh shit, like, is he gonna die? I hope he doesn't die. If he dies, I'm gonna be so mad. Yeah, Gintama does a lot of that too. Um, <laughs> as I'm sure you've been watching with Benny Zakra, but well, yeah, I thought, I was like, I was like, damn, like, he really did just stab him. Is he gonna die? He can't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I guess, I guess in a way it might not be, it might not be fair. Well, I don't know, because I, I, I'd like, it, it kind of hurts me a little bit, because I, I used to really, like, enjoy Family Guy, but also I was, I was a teenager, I was like 14, and I used to think it was funny, but nowadays it just kind of feels it just kind of feels lazy in a lot of respects with the writing and how like loosely the narrative kind of connects to the jokes. And I mean, that's just, that's just a lot of like, I think those are just a lot of animated comedies in general. Cause I feel like even the Simpsons are a little guilty of that nowadays, but like, but you know, you also have stuff like, you know, Archer and Rick and Morty that are like legitimately funny. Oh yeah. And like, you could tell have, have actual thought put into the humor and jokes. They're all very well written, but I mean, I think once also you start getting into anime, like, you don't really stop. You know, like, I haven't I haven't watched, ever since I started, I don't think I've watched an actual real 
non-anime show since Breaking Bad. <laughs> and then before that, I'm pretty sure it was Dexter. Like, I just, I've never seen, like, Game of Thrones or any st- stuff because, mainly because they get ruined for me every season. But also, I just don't want to watch an hour-long episode for everything. Yeah, that's fair. I, I have trouble watching stuff that's, like, an hour long, too. It takes a very special kind of show for me to, like, uh, for me to want to invest an hour, an hour at a time for for an episode. Lost was one of the few of them. Um, I really enjoyed that when I got to watch that. Um, I'm sure I could think of others, but I can't think of them right now. Um, you know, I guess in conclusion, Gintama's good and it's funny. <laughs> Thumbs up. I recommend it to everyone so far, but I, I do want to finish the series and then maybe come onto this podcast again and, and give you like a whole breakdown on what I think. Oh, yeah. Especially now that they've, didn't they just start a new season? A couple weeks ago? Uh, yeah. A newest season just started about a week or two ago. Actually, as soon as we're done recording the show today, I'm going to go watch a new episode. <sighs> I heard that, uh, see, because I thought the series ended. I didn't know that they were still planning on making more. Well, the the manga is on its way out. Like, it, the manga's on its final arc, and, like, personally, I don't think it's going to make it past 2018, because it's just gotten to a point in the manga where, like, you can tell things are starting to wrap up, and Sarachi... The author is is uh, kind of wrapping up a few character arcs at the moment, and uh, like there, there's not there's not a lot of ground left to cover uh, at this point. Though it's it's weird because it's weird because a lot of people think that this new season is going to cover the final arc too, but the final arc at this point feels like it's kind of going at a slower pace. So it's not going to like it's not going to end like next month or anything. But like you know, it's just, it's just kind of weird how it's been paced a little bit so far. Personally, I, I've been loving it, and I I, I kind of don't want it to end too soon. Like I'm I'm basically just trying to enjoy it while it lasts. Well, the good thing about this series versus other series is that you see a series like Naruto, where you know it's an ongoing series, and they're in the middle of like a big arc, and then all of a sudden they have these fillers that make no sense at all. Yeah, a show like Atama can actually get away with with that because of how it's how it's you know how it lays out as far as episodes go like they could easily make probably a ton of fillers and people would still be really interested in the show because the show itself is so unordinary compared to other uh animes yeah and i mean there's been a few filler episodes here and there and usually they're they're not bad at all like i can't think of a i can't think of a like a filler episode of gintama that i've ever actually like disliked but yeah, so the the manga I think will definitely end this year. Um whether the anime will end this year, I'm actually not sure. A lot of people a lot of people feel like this will be the last season. I don't think it will just cuz the arc that they're covering right now is actually the longest arc in the series at about 40 chapters. That that, oh, wow. that that's about a year's worth in the magazine. Yeah, so I I've been hearing that's going to be about 12 or 13 episodes based on like uh, blu-ray and dvd listings or whatever but um i don't know for sure I, i'm i'm just kind of playing the wait and see game i'm not super invested in oh, like when it's gonna end I'm, again i'm just kind of trying to enjoy it while it lasts but it is, it is still kind of interesting to like take a look at you know how much longer it's gonna last but yeah n- there's new season out it's not a good jumping point at all though if you're gonna try and start gintama from this new season don't you will be super confused Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I, I plan to just watch it from where I am and just keep going. Actually, actually, you'll be pretty, like, uh, majorly spoiled on a twist that happened in the uh, in the past season. 
Um, yeah. Like, for... for well, oh, sorry. No, keep talking. No, 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 it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> no, saying, yeah, I, I've never done that with a series. I actually did that with Naruto, because I've jumped around with it, because it's been around forever, and I was like, okay, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I didn't know that Naruto is, like, 19 now. I was like, I should probably just start the whole series over. <laughs> I had friends that watch same thing with Dragon Ball Z, but Dragon Ball Z is not as like in depth as like as some. It's just like, oh, they're just getting more powerful. That, um, that's fair, yeah. Yeah, uh, Gitama. I think because it jumps around so much, and because there's so many characters, I feel like I have to start it from the beginning to the end. Yeah, people people like to talk about like, oh, you know, like because. If I had a nickel for every time I've been on the internet and I see somebody ask, hey, can I just, hey, what episodes of Gintama can I skip? Can I just watch the serious stuff? I'd be the richest fan in the world. It's it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous how many people like ask that because like people will watch like the first five episodes and be like, oh, this, this really isn't that good. I, I don't see why people like it when. And I mean, like we've we've talked about this so much on the podcast before, but I but I, but I still say that like. You know, Gintama, I've come to realize, you know, it it takes about 60 episodes for, like, any real, like, quote-unquote plot to get going, but, like, but at this point, I've just kind of realized that, like, like the plot is just kind of a means to an end, to an extent, and, like, you, you know, the plot's fine, it's interesting, but, like, you know, I, I don't think it's, it's, it is certainly not the reason why so many people love the show. Yeah. But, yeah, that that's a whole other thing but yeah I'm, I'm 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 glad i'm glad to see that you're enjoying it and yeah we'll we'll have to have you on when you know when when you're a little more uh when you're a little more i guess caught up or something yeah i'd, I'd love to have you on again well it was like hunter hunter you know like so many people were recommending it and i was just like you know what? i don't feel like sitting down and watching a long series granted it's it's half as long as Gintama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when I tr I trust most 90% of my friends that love anime when they tell me, you need to watch this series. And I'm like, okay. Because I have yet to have a series that was recommended that I didn't like. There are series that I thought would be good that I thought were terrible. Mm -hmm. um, and people disagree with me, of course. Uh, but everything that's been recommended to me by people who know what I'm into, I've 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 enjoyed and i've i mean you among a lot of other people have told me to watch the show and so i'm like okay fine i'm finally getting into it <laughs> like okay fine jesus stop bothering me and now that i'm not working 48 hours a week i can actually like sit down and watch this stuff <laughs> i mean that's that's totally fair honestly um but yeah uh, lisa i really want to thank you for just coming on the show and like just giving me the time to just, just 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 to talk about you i i thought it was interesting i'm an interesting person <laughs> but but uh we we gotta we gotta get on to the rest of the show we still we still got some manga to cover are, are you ready i am ready that's good
This is the manga recap for chapter 81. If you go to sleep with the fan on, you'll get a stomachache, so be careful. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to start off with the first page here. And um, uh, essentially just to kind of uh, set the set up the scene for those of you who may not be following along, which if you aren't, you should. You should you should buy the Gintama manga, but I'll, I'll go through that spiel later. So we're basically joining getting his two odd job friends. Uh, they're just sitting around their office, and it's uh, it's very hot, as they mentioned in just a bit, uh, with the cicadas screeching and whatnot. Which, holy shit, cicadas are annoying. I don't know about you, Lisa. Oh yes, I've heard them. Just a quick anecdote. So I um, <laughs> there was there was this one time years ago during the summer where uh, I was walking from my place to my local bookstore and. Um, I I found a cicada on the ground, just kind of sitting there. Where do you and live, I just, by the way? I I live in um, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I li- I live in misery. So um, I I, f- I find a cicada on the ground, and like I have this like really weird, out really out of character impulse for me to like just flick it, and then I did, and I I didn't like feel bad at all. Like it was kind of my it was. I, I, like, looking back on it, it's kind of fucked up, but whatever. Uh, and then, like, I get to the bookstore, I walk in, I feel something on my neck, and I'm just like, oh, I'll just brush it off, and then, like, it's like this big, lumpy thing, I'm like, oh no, what the fuck is this? So I, like, I realize, oh, this might be a cicada, I don't know, it feels like a bug. So I, like, I go to grab it, I pinch it, and then it just goes, ree, ree! Oh, like some kind, like some kind of like some kind of goddamn security uh, system or whatever and it scares the shit out of me i throw it on the ground and then nobody nobody saw me do this i throw it on the ground and i just walk away like nothing happened it was the scariest shit i've ever been through in my life it was very terrible oh my God. don't flick a cicada they will come back with a vengeance Oh my god, I will I'm I don't even think we have cicadas in Washington, to be honest. Well 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 lucky you. <laughs> but I I've heard them when I I think uh not sorry, not Japan, Hawaii they have them and they're so freaking loud. Oh wow. Yeah, cicadas are terrible. Don't don't fuck with cicadas. There's your life lesson. Um, There's your life. That's a life lesson today, guys. The <laughs> uh, uh, podcast is called Life Lessons. We don't give too many of those, ironically. Um, so, yeah, basically, Gin, Kagura, and Shinpachi are all lying around. They're hot. And Kagura's, like, in front of the electric fan uh, trying to cool off. And uh, Shinpachi's just lying on the back of the couch, staring up at the ceiling. And uh, he's like, uh, 462. And Gin's like, okay, what does that number have to do with anything? And Shinpachi says that uh, it's the number of people who have collapsed from heat stroke uh, so far this summer, which is bad. People should uh, really stay inside and cool off. I've had some very hot summers here in Missouri, so I can I can relate. Yeah, um, you're probably worse than over here. Our summers are beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Missouri weather is uh, is fucking terrible. You know, yesterday actually was seventy degrees. Yeah, Washington is amazing. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I recommend anyone come here for summer. It's the best summers in the entire world. (laughs) uh, Rub it in, Lisa. Okay, so, uh, and then 
you know, we, we see uh, while Kagura is uh, trying to cool herself off, Sadaharu actually has the fridge door open trying to cool himself off, which doesn't seem like it's working. Also, you're going to let out all the cold, Sadaharu. Don't do that. Um, and, um, you know, Shinpachi suggests again that they buy an air conditioner. Otherwise, they'll they'll never survive in this heat with just the electric fan that Kagura's uh, uh, hogging up. And, um, you know, Gin's just like, oh, don't be silly. Like, who who has the money for that kind of thing, you know? And, uh, you know, Gin's just like, you know, if you have time to condition the air, you should be conditioning your mind. S- suppress the self and even the South Pole can be as cool as the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> and Sh- uh, Shinpachi's just like, hey, Gin, just because the South Pole is uh, to the South doesn't mean it's uh, some, some kind of paradise or whatever. And... You know, Kagura's still kind of hogging the electric fan all while they're talking. And, uh, I guess, uh, Gin smacks Kagura with a, with, with, with a slipper for some reason. Probably because she's hogging the fan. Um, I, I, I thought, I thought the scene was actually done a little funnier in the anime because I, I like the little, I like the little shots of, uh, Kagura, like, like clinging on to the fan while it's moving and then her doing those, like, weird stretches or whatever for some reason she looked like she was doing a crab walk or something i'm not sure what she was doing she's adorable (laughs) i'm not sure i'm not sure if you caught on lisa but kagura is kind of the best female character in in any shonen manga ever yes oh yes (laughs) she's a badass and she's adorable i love her yeah she only gets better but um and she likes to eat (laughs) and you know, Gin smacking her with the sandal, like I said, and Gin's just like, well, you know, I, I know that, Shinpachi, the South Pole is only a paradise for penguins. You know, my, my, my point was that even if you suppress yourself, it's not going to make any difference. <laughs> and Shinpachi's like, wow, that is literally not what you said, like, three panels ago. Way to contradict yourself, Gin. Good job. I'm proud of you. Um, And, you know, Gin just goes on. And it's like, you know, if, if you go outside today, you're going to die of heat stroke before you make it to the store. So we better all just stay home while uh, Gin is trying to take the electric fan from Kagura. Kagura takes it back and they're just kind of fighting over it. And Shinpachi's just like, okay, guys, that's our one fan. Don't you better be careful. Don't break it. Oh, it's broken. What? How did I not see that coming? And they just kind of stare at the fan like, well, I we're, actually well. do like how they did this in the anime better, too. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You can tell there are a lot. It's well, I like because I've never read the Gautama manga, so this is the first time I did, and the humor's still there, but it's a lot harder to be, uh, I guess, entertained by it unless you see it in the anime, because then you get to see like their reactions and facial expressions and everything. Well, it's that, and like the like Gintama has like probably one of the best voice casts I've I've heard in in any show. Because cause, cause the cast really does bring a lot to the show. Like, you really can't, you really couldn't get a better, like, you really couldn't get a better cast of people, honestly. Um, and I actually, I remember something I really liked about the scene was the timing with the music, too. How it just kind of, like, abruptly stops as the fan gets broken, which I thought kind of added to the comedic timing and, like, how exaggerated. Uh, actually, something I'm just noticing, because, like... Uh, in the manga, the three of them just kind of look at the fan, like, with very blank stares, like, oh, well, that happened. Whereas I remember everybody's reaction in the anime being a little more exaggerated, again, thanks to the voice acting and a different use of, like, facial expressions, which I thought was good, too. But yeah, after that, we get to our title page. Lesson 81. There you go. And, uh, 
Gin and Kagura and Sadaharu basically hanging out at the uh, at the Shimura household with uh, Shinpachi and Otai eating watermelon and playing with fireworks as you do in uh, in Japan in the summer. Kagura in a nice, very pretty yukata. Uh, Sadaharu uh, being scared of fireworks, which is cute. Um, it's just a very nice, like peaceful scene. Um, very nicely drawn too. Again, obviously sleeping on the porch. But it looks like there's someone's face underneath the porch. Oh my god! <laughs> I just I didn't notice that until just now. That's oh wow. Um, I'm going to assume that's Kondo. That's actually kind of creepy. That's super. Like, if you zoom in, it's definitely someone hiding under the porch. Like okay, here's the thing. You, you know, like I love Kondo. Kondo's one of my favorite characters in the entire show because I think I think he's actually a great character. And like his 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 stalking antics, well, I mean, yeah, it's it's a bit problematic, but it, it never gets to the point where it's like actually creepy. At least, not in my opinion. I'm sure other people will disagree with that. But like, I think this is actually the creepiest I've ever seen Kondo. Like, you can barely like unless you look really closely, you can barely tell it's him. Like, he actually he he looks like he looks like he should be in a horror movie. Like it's it's actually kind of scary. <laughs> I just I've good eye. I didn't notice that. That's great. I guess he does kind of have that same creepy face. So, <laughs> like he actually legitimately looks creepy, which I think is actually kind of odd. But wow, that's that's great. Okay, that this is <laughs> totally, not my favorite title totally page. Totally a peaceful scene, though. <laughs> yeah, other, yeah. Other than that, other than the creepy stalker who. Like, Kondo actually looks like a creepy stalker. Like, he looks like the kind of stalker that, like, is going to kill everybody on this page. Oh, my God. Uh, But, uh, I guess, Lisa, you want to take care of the next two pages for us? Well, now he's uh, on the road, and he's sweating like hell. And uh, I think I actually kind of like this part in the manga better. Because as he's driving, he goes, Why do I have to go buy a fan on a day like this? What a pain in the ass. And... Even though they still did this in the anime, I love that he just asks the guy driving next to him. And whatever the guy says, he just contradicts. So he goes, I just buy an air conditioner. What do you think? He goes, uh, I guess so. He goes, are you nuts? I have no money for an air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a pretty good The guy's joke. like, I have no idea why this dude's talking to me. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Okay, you're an asshole. He's like, it's like trying, it's like using buried gold to find buried gold or fighting fire with fire or something. <laughs> actually, just to, just to kind of jump in real quick, I, I just remembered something I, something I actually kind of want to give credit to the anime to. Um, I feel like the anime does a better job of like. Explaining that uh, joke. Well, no, because like in, in the manga, actually, when you compare it to the anime, you actually can't really tell in the manga that it's summer. Whereas in the anime, the anime has like, like, you can see the heat waves going around and everything. And like, you have that little bit where like, uh, that one guy is like, uh, bit lacing his sidewalk with like water or whatever. And it like just, it like evaporates like immediately. Yeah, they show a lot more of how, showing how hot it is. All you see in the manga is him just sweating profusely. Just, <laughs> why am I getting sweaty over buying a machine that's supposed to make me feel cool? Yeah, so, like, I, I felt like the atmosphere was done a lot better in the anime, actually, is something I, ju- I noticed. I do love, though, here, like, on the, if you go to the bottom of the page where he's like, I should seriously buy an air conditioner. Oh, yeah, I don't have any money. I do like how they, each one, it's, like, contradicting itself. 
Like, should I get an air conditioner? Yeah, well, I can't. But why am I going to buy one? Well, I need one, but I'm sweating while I'm trying to buy one. <laughs> so I do kind of like that. And then on the next page, he's this is where he like starts going around and asking businesses for a fan. And uh, I like this scene in the anime better. We'll all get read through it where he's like, sorry, we don't sell fans anymore. He goes, people use air conditioners nowadays. Fans just don't sell anymore. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so he keeps going to other places. And the guy goes, what do, you, what do you say? You want to buy an air conditioner instead? I'll give you a discount. He goes, really? I'll take one, but this is all the money I have. And of course, in the anime, they actually show him that he only has a thousand yen, which is ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then I do love how immediately the guy just starts ignoring him. Like, it's a big story. <laughs> he goes, oh, that's weird. He just won't make any contact with me anymore. <laughs> and then he goes on to the next store. We don't have a fan. Why do you... Why don't you try an antique shop or something? <laughs> you can just see him slowly get more pissed off. <laughs> and then he goes to the next door. He goes, well, you want to buy a fan? That's weird. I mean, what are you, some kind of throwback? <laughs> it's really interesting how fans in, in Gintama's universe are considered antique, but I guess it makes sense with all the, like, uh, newly advanced Am Amanto technology or whatever. I think they did have to emphasize the fact that they're broke too and air conditioners are more expensive so that's it, true and the i do love like i said i do love this part in the the anime better though because then you can see more of the reactions especially when he goes he's like i'll give you a discount and he hands him the money you actually see how much money he has and here it doesn't show you mm, yeah i mean that's just like an extra thing like oh well we got to emphasize how much money gin does not have yeah um like 10 bucks is not even gonna buy you a fan really at least here. But, yeah, I, I, I really like that exchange, too. I also, like, just looking at one of the shop owners, I noticed how in the anime they made one of them an alien, which I thought was an interesting change. Oh, yeah. Because all, all of them here are clearly human. Um, but, yeah, it, like like you said, Gin just basically gets more pissed. And, um, you know, the, the the next guy he goes to doesn't even get to, like, uh, to start the bit. Gin just kind of puts two fingers up his nose and holds him up, like, Ow, what are you doing? I, I haven't, we haven't, I barely even said anything to you, and... He's like, but you don't have one anyways. I know you don't. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I know the guy who writes this thing. I kind of saw this coming. Which I thought was a funny fourth wall joke. Um, and uh, Gin's on the road again, and he's like, Man, this is really pissing me off. Even the sky, how beautiful it is, making me mad. Fuck you, sky. You know, why, why, am, why am I getting all worked up, sweating over all over town just to buy a fan? Hey, guy over here uh, th that I'm next to. Hey, can I just go home? And the guy driving next to him is just like, I guess, sure. I mean, it's a free country. He's like, no. <laughs> Gin's like, yeah, no, I, I can't go back to my house like that. It's like a sauna in there. Stop telling me what to do. And he makes the guy cry, which is fucking funny. Um, <laughs> and Gin is just like, man, this is this is stupid. I'm trying to try to buy a fan in order to cool myself off. But ironically, I'm getting hotter and hotter while I'm trying to buy a fan. Isn't that ironic, guys? Um, why, why can't I buy an air conditioner? Oh, wait, I don't have any money. We're just going to keep going on with that joke. And, um, he essentially ends up at a recycled goods shop, also entitled the Earth Defense Army Base. That's not weird at all. We're just going to ignore that. Um, so he walks in and, um, you know, he comes up to the shopkeeper 
and um, the shopkeeper's like, oh, we don't get a lot of samurai here. Uh, can May I help you? And Gin, with the most uh, dramatic expression on his face, goes, a fan. You sell fans here, don't you? Show me one. I actually kind of like the way um, I kind of like the way this is shaded in um, in the manga. Um, I ki- I kind of wish it was replicated a little bit more in the anime, actually. Um, but yeah, so the shopkeeper basically just smokes her pipe and just kind of goes on this whole thing and says, "Oh, a fan, huh? Well, well, that that brings back memories. Well, where'd you hear about it?" And Kinsha's like, "Okay, I don't want to have a conversation. Can you just can you just get the fan?" And, and uh, the shopkeeper goes, oh, well, no one's ever tracked us to the shop before. May may I ask your name? <laughs> and uh, and what's 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 his name, Lisa? The sh- shopkeeper's name? No, the I was was trying to lead into the next page. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, master will do. Master, what aristocratic name? Aristocratic name. And then she shoots him. Oh, well, that's not good. And he's like, what what the hell are you doing? He's like, don't play dumb. I'll never turn over the fan to your evil organization. <laughs> and he's just like, what are you talking about? I just came here to buy a fan. I'm sorry I was so grouchy. It's this heat. <laughs> and then he's like, what's wrong? In the next page, the fucking, these army crazy looking dudes walk in. Who who shot the shopkeeper. Yeah. And he says, I finally found the rat's nest. I thought the girl was the last of them. But your luck runs out today. And he's like, Earth Defense Army? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's this fucking guy with a beret and apparently uh, a psycho gun. And a gun hand. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a patch over his eyes and a nice little mustache. Yeah, he, he looks evil, I guess. And he was like, what are you what are you talking to me? The Earth what? He goes, don't play dumb. You're a survivor of the, 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 the Earth Defense Army. He's like, well, one time I made a castle out of some empty milk cartons, but I don't make a big deal out of it. You'll embarrass me. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I do like, like you were saying earlier, how the shading in this versus the uh, the anime is is really good, too. Because at this point, he's just, like, confused. Like, first he's annoyed and pissed off. He hasn't found a fan. Now he's just like, what the hell is going on? Like, dude, I, I just want a fan. And, of course, in the anime, they actually say, like, the Japanese word for fan. It's the sem- senpiku? Is that what it is? Sen- senpu- senpuki. Senpuki. Yeah. Sepeku something else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, se- seppuku. Seppuku, yeah. That's definitely not uh, fan in Japanese. That's, that's- uh, no. Definitely something more brutal that yeah. we can talk about later. Um, he says, are you here to buy a fan too? <laughs> and and then all of a sudden they're just getting in this fight over the fan. And she's like, the shopkeeper was like, I'll die before I let you have it. I won't give the fan to anyone. And I'm sure at this point, Gin's like, I have no idea what's going on. I literally just want a fan. And I don't know why I'm getting involved with this this weird super villain looking dude and the shopkeeper thinks that I'm here to to steal whatever they think is a fan. Yeah. And then then the shop blows up because the shopkeeper threw a grenade at him and uh obviously all the uh all the onlookers are uh are very surprised all the bystanders are like whoa that building just blew up and um which isn't well here I'll just say this because like I'm not huge as big in a manga as i am anime it's so hard to to kind of follow scenes like especially action scenes 
in a manga versus an anime. Uh, I, c- I could see that. Yeah, especially because I already have horrible eyesight. And <sighs> if you can tell, I wear glasses. Uh, so brightness is really bad for my eyes. So whenever I read a manga and it's in black and white and there's a lot of like kaboom and like explosions and stuff, it's actually really hard for me to follow. Yes, I, I also, I, yes, I could tell that you wear glasses because it's just in your voice. If you wear glasses, you can hear it in your voice. In fact, <laughs> in fact, I, I don't, I don't know if you could hear it, but I wear glasses too. So. Yeah, well, and also all my profile <laughs> pictures. So, well, but yeah, uh, I'm really sensitive to, uh, to like black and white and and light. It just it kind of destroys my eyes. So a lot of the time when the action scene is not as well it, i mean when it's drawn pretty well but if it's not colored it's hard for me to kind of keep along with it so i obviously i can see like the scene more in the anime where they throw the grenade and then all of a sudden the place blows up <laughs> yeah interesting thing here also that like uh because uh gin walks out of the smoke and uh, is carrying the shopkeeper um Whereas he, apparently in the anime, he had time to, like, get his bike out of there. Yeah, and she was, like, stuffed under the bike. And, like, later, I'm actually noticing he just has it by him. So, like, I don't know if he, maybe he just parked there, or I just thought that was an interesting, like, change in detail. But, but yeah, Gin walks out of the smoke, and Gin is just like, I just wanted to buy a fan. What is this day? Um... And uh, the shopkeeper tries to tries to talk to him as Gin sets her down. And she's like, well, I don't know who you are, but you don't seem like a bad guy. And Gin's just like, yeah, I, a fan, do you have one or not? And the uh, shopkeeper just goes on and says, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather give it to you than let it fall into their hands. Will you, will you help me? And Gin's just like, are you, am I like it? If, are you in your own world? Like, did what? What is going on? Will you listen to me, please? I'm not interested in any of this. And a side note, uh, I do think it's funny because you've already gone past this that he's so pissed off. He he wants to get a fan, but he still rescues her out of the uh, exploding place, holding on to her, saying, "I just want a fan." But he's still doing his civil duties by like, I should probably take care of this girl. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, again, the Good Samaritan, that's what he's known for. Yes. Um, but, um, but yeah, the shopkeeper basically tries to give Gin a little, uh, give a paper with uh, with the, with the with an address, telling him that that's where the fan is and that he should go destroy it, and Gin is obviously like, um, I, I want to buy it, not destroy it, and, you know, the shopkeeper goes on, basically gives her backstory, and uh says that uh that the fan is a is a devil's machine created to deceive the human soul and it's far too dangerous for human beings to meddle with it and Gin is obviously like what oh 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 you mean like you mean like the way like you know you stick your hand in it and, and it'll get caught and make that like really horrible noise. Yeah, you know, that hurts. We've like, try, all been there. Trying to find something to relate whatever the hell she's talking about. <laughs> We're still talking about a fan, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, that thing. The thing that cools you off, right? Yeah, I stuck my hand in one of those. We have, we've all done that. Um, and uh, the shopkeeper says that uh, that her father was one of the greatest robot makers in Edo, but evil men saw his skill and forced him to construct a, a, such an abomination. Uh, but the fan was her father's final creation, uh, implying that he's probably no longer with us. I, I will love this cliche this is my father's creation type of thing, or there's always like some kind of crazy backstory. And it always is like, it was the same thing with the, with the sword, the demon sword. 
Yeah. Where he found out, oh, it was something my father created, which, of course, you find out the, the brother made it, but... It's always like, every time you watch some anime, there's always some kind of crazy backstory to everything. Like, I know, like, One Punch Man makes fun of it, and I love how here it's like, I just want to get this fan, she's completely ignoring what he's saying, and was just like, I'm telling you, this is a bad thing, like, my father created this, and blah, blah, and it needs to be destroyed, and he's like, I just want a fan. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, the shopkeeper uh, goes on to to say that uh, she managed to get it back from um, from the bad guys, and that, you know, she, she couldn't bring herself to destroy it, you know. Her resolve is weak. You know, if it falls into the wrong hands, you know, that's the end of it. So please destroy the fan as um, the minions of um, of the eye patch guy, uh, who, by the way, I forgot to mention are it's not as it's not as obvious in in the manga, but you can kind of tell in the anime, like all the weird noises that they make are actually very reminiscent of, um, I believe, the uh, the minions of the shocker organization from uh, from Kamen Rider, the original Kamen Rider. So. There's a bit of like tokusatsu uh, reference goodness for for all you tokusatsu fans. Um, Kamen Rider's pretty awesome, but <laughs> I love this next page. <laughs> yeah, but essentially, the shopkeeper tells Gin to go and to save Edo and save Earth, and Gin has po- possibly the most accurate reaction to this, right, Lisa? Yeah, I'm telling you, I just came here to buy a fan. And the way his face is shaded in this, and every, actually in every single panel on this page is hilarious because he's just livid. Like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Something is wrong. Something is definitely wrong. And a lot of, like, um, Sugita, or Gin's actor, uh, pulls a lot, uh, like, uh, reads his lines very well here, especially when he starts off, he's all like, uh, and it's, it's fucking funny and I love it. But please continue. Well, it's funny. So he's pissed off. Like, why do these things happen to me? Something's wrong, blah, blah. And then he pulls up to a dude in a van. <laughs> Again. Hey, old man, why is this happening to me? He goes, I don't know. He goes, thanks for nothing, moron. Like, they have that, that ongoing joke about him appearing next to somebody in a van asking him a question just disregarding whatever comes out of his mouth it's hilarious which is pretty short page to go through so we'll go on the next one and so they uh they finally find him it's over stop go to hell i've come too far or i've come too far to turn back now the fan is mine and fuck i started laughing so hard <laughs> during the scene because he fucking kicks a hole through the car and explodes. <laughs> yeah, so, like, in, in here, he, like, crashes his moped into the car yeah. and just jumps over, and then cool explosion, but yeah. In the yeah, this, anime, this was, yeah, this, this was This was a lot better in the anime, and it looked, it looked really cool, too. It was ridiculous. Well, he crashed his moped, and then instead of jumping over the, the car, he kicks a hole through the car, which apparently causes it to explode, which... <laughs> Which both of those scenarios would be impossible. Unless you're in a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, right. And they go, who is that guy? That lunatic in the Earth Defense Army shop? Like, they still believe that this dude is is the one that they need to go after. And he's just like, I want a fucking fan. So (laughs) that was probably my favorite scene in the entire episode. And I rewatched it twice because it's so fucking hilarious. 
yeah, it's 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 really good. Um, but yeah, so uh, Ging gives his best uh, Kenshiro impression. Uh, Wataz the door down at a um. Oh, I do at- like how they did that too. The Wata. Wata. Yeah, that. And uh, you know, he 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 he's basic. He basically ends up at a warehouse, just just like you usually do in most Tokusatsu shows. That that's a Tokusatsu trope as well. Every every common writer show I've ever seen, there's always got to be a fight in the warehouse. That's just like. That's just like there's always fights usually take place in either a warehouse or under a bridge or sometimes in the city. Those are like the three most used locations in any tokusatsu show, uh, which is pretty good. But, but yeah, he walks into the warehouse and uh, we we see like this giant like cat model statue looking thing uh, in, in over over yonder. And again, it's just like, OK, where's the fan? I. I thought there'd be a fan here. I don't see a fan. I it's just it's just a place full of junk. And uh, he wonders what this cat is. He pulls down on the paw, and it starts uh, spitting out gold coins, which confuses Gin. And um, basically, the uh, uh, I guess the bad guys here. Um, some 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 of these minions have like huge bulges, so that's good. That's cool. Um, just pointed that out. It's all I, something I noticed in the anime too. Um, those suits have got to be really tight. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, essentially, yeah, the bad guys come in, and uh, Eye Patch guy says that the brilliant robot robot maker Jutoku built it. You know the 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 robotic gold coin counterfeiting machine number three. Uh, you know, it's a it's a machine made for making counterfeit money. Codename the fan, which I. In in the anime, you could tell like there's some kind of wordplay kind of going on there that kind of makes this whole thing make sense because in in the anime you can hear them refer to the fan as as a senpuki, which I'm assuming is just what they call an electric fan over there in Japan. It's just well, how you also, say it in Japanese. It's, it's basically like how we find like it like kind of like a, an an or sorry like a what's the an acronym. It'd be like uh, if, if it was an acronym for fan, but in Japanese. I feel like that would be yeah, essentially. Yeah, which I'm I'm kind of glad Viz didn't try to localize that at all because like sometimes when they localize things for the Gintama release, it gets kind of messy. Uh, so I'm glad they didn't try to do that. I'm glad they just kind of went with oh, it's just a code name. Which okay, that's fine. But uh, the bad guys are like, oh, well, thanks for leading us here. You know, you, you were so blinded by your greed that you didn't notice you were being followed. And uh, they tell him to hand over the fan or or, or they're, they're going to kill the shopkeeper or 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 in the bad guy's words, or I'll ventilate your comrade. <laughs> um, and obviously the shopkeeper does not want Gin to do this. You know, don't worry about her. Just destroy it. And then uh, what happens after that? <laughs> Gin's still not giving a shit, and he's like, do you have one that spins? <laughs> and they're like, what? He goes, no, like, do you have, a, like, a fan that spins? And he grabs the paw of the cat, and he rips it off. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they're all, like, pissed, like, what do you, do you have any idea how valuable that is? And he was like, I will report you to the Better Business Bureau, which, obviously, in the anime, they call it, like, the Japanese, the Jaro, I think it was called. 
Japanese Association uh, something. Advertisement something. Yeah, he goes, you gave I'll it a... I'll sue you for false advertising. Yeah, you gave it a misleading name. I'm going to report you. He's just so pissed because he just wants that goddamn fan, regardless of what's going on. Uh, next day, she's like, you got me all sweaty and worked up, and I wrecked my bike. I should have bought an air conditioner from the get-go, but they are the way of the future. Oh, yeah, I'm broke. And this is what I want to say. I think it's hilarious. He's still complaining about being broke when there's counterfeit coins sitting all around him on the ground. And the whole time, like, just pick up the damn coins and try to sell them. Well, well I mean, they're, they're counterfeit. I know, so. but it's funny. Or just try to get some kind of reward or something. But he's just so caught up in his fan mess. Like, he's so pissed off that he got himself in the situation. And so... Let's see, where he's like, ah, catch the fan, catch it! And he's like, catch catch that? And then it goes into the next couple pages. Yeah, Ging kind of kicks the cat onto the bad guys, and, and it crashes onto them, which, again, a lot a lot more uh, extravagant in the anime, uh, where Gin basically blows it up along with the entire uh, 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 warehouse, which is great. But... Uh, Unfortunately, here, the warehouse is still intact, or I guess fortunately, whatever. Um, and obviously, the shopkeeper is, is in awe as Gin you know, basically tries to walk away, and she calls to him and says, Thank you, you know, you're, you're a hero, you saved Edo, and let me repay you. You know, we don't have much, but you, you can have anything you want from our shop. You know, we, we do have air conditioners. And Gin trying to be cool, is like, well, I don't want an air conditioner. Like I've been telling you from the start... I came here, and then next page kind of cuts him off. Jump, jump, cut right back to Odd Jobs Gin, and Gin comes in with an electric fan. And he's like, "Well, there you go. That is how I bought an electric fan." You know, you know, this is this is what I have to show for my efforts. Be- behold, it's dazzling luster. And Shinpachi just comments on how dirty it is, and Gin's like, "Well, you know what? Your your underwear is dirty, Shinpachi. Burn. I got you." And. uh Shinpachi's just like, well, you know, you you broke the last one, so you gotta be careful with this one, as Gin tries to turn it on, clickety-clackety, and it's not working. Which sucks, because they, ba- Kagura and Shinpachi basically beat him up, and they're like, oh, where'd you get it from? Did you get this from the dump? Bet you didn't spend any money on this at all, you're a big fat liar. Probably spent it all on Pachinko, like always, and Gin's like, no, wait, no, that story was true, no, please, no, I saved the world, and... We see that the fan is from the Earth Defense Army, and that's the end of the chapter. I know. They have, like, a little thing written on the side where he's like, no, 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 just look, just listen to me. And then you feel bad for him because he went through all this effort, and they're just like, we don't believe you. So (laughs) thank you for taking so long. And the best part, too, is that I don't remember if they showed it in the anime, but they showed it in 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 the manga. It doesn't look like they're suffering as much as they were from heat <laughs> as they were in the beginning of the manga chapter oh no yeah that, that's what i was saying earlier is that like they they did the anime does a better job of capturing the atmosphere of, of a hot yeah. summer day and now they're just like sitting here like okay well thanks uh this this is shit but i guess <laughs> oh and it doesn't even work so you wasted you wasted our time thank you <laughs> yeah um so that's 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 the end of the chapter and um i guess lisa do you have any thoughts on this chapter just in general uh i liked like, when you were talking about the shading uh in some of the the scenes because uh, i love how they they animate gin's face the facial expressions make the whole series for me um i mean my yeah. fa- but as far as like the uh anime goes the action and the atmosphere is always always better for me um most of the time 
like I said, the only other manga I really caught up on was like Naruto and My Hero, and like seeing that in the anime series, uh, I always preferred it just mainly because of my eyesight. Mm-hmm. But as far as uh, this manga, it's it's pretty funny. I like this chapter, and it's short. It's not it's it's over the top, but they they short like they manage to fit this entire scenario in one chapter. Which is funny because um, Sirachi actually complains a lot about how he feels like he's not usually able to fit an entire uh, one-shot uh, story into one chapter because of uh, because most manga and jump only are you're given about like nineteen pages to basically do whatever you want, and sometimes uh, Sirachi does kind of complain about how many pages he's given because. Like I said, he doesn't feel like he has enough time to. He doesn't have enough pages to like fully develop the story, which I could, I could, I've, I've seen that in a few chapters of the manga. But to me personally, I feel, I feel like those chapters are very few and far between. But I, I thought, I thought this chapter in particular, like, did did a did a fine job of telling the whole story. I don't feel like there was really anything that could have been like fleshed out or whatever any more than it could have because. It's it's a pretty simple story too. Gin's just going around, going on a wacky adventure, trying to cool off. It's not not really much you need to like expound upon there. I love it, but like part of the reason I I wanted to have you on for this chapter is because you know you're you're a comedian, and what what better chapter to have a comedian a uh, comedian on for uh, than this? Because personally, I, this is I think one of the funniest episodes in the entire show. <laughs> Oh, it's hilarious. Well, I also love that regardless of what situation is going on, the fact that he has to save the world now and destroy this giant expensive thing, he's still hung up on the fact that he's broke and just wants a freaking fan. (laughs) But in the due time, he not only uh, saves her from the blowed up building, uh, kicks a hole in a car, and breaks this expensive, uh, awful object called a fan... He still doesn't win in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. I love it. It it just kind of sums up to back to square one. Um, I do. I love the humor in this in the series so much, and um, and you did pick a really good one because I know a lot of the uh, scenarios are like either one full episode or one or two episodes instead of just like one chapter, and this was half of an episode, so it was like perfect to kind of break down and and critique. Um, and it was like what we were saying earlier about how, uh, you know, Japanese humor, especially like in, in the episodes like this where they're not as raunchy, they're just more like hung up on the, the goofy over the topness. Uh, I like it much more than the way they would probably portray it in the American version if they had an American version of something like this. <laughs> yeah, this is I feel like this is the kind of thing I could see being done as like uh like a B plot for like Family Guy or something. Well, not only that, uh like you're saying about Family Guy how there's a lot of cultural references. Um this episode actually didn't have a lot, which was nice too. So there wasn't a lot of confusion of of trying to get a joke, you know. Well, it's not really um I mean, yeah, I like like the the, the references I know is something that like uh, some people do get kind of turned off by because reference humor in general isn't like inherently it's not funny unless you get the reference, which I think is kind of a flaw with the humor. But like, you know, luckily I like I get at least probably half of the references in Gintama, so it doesn't really bother me as much. Well, they also try to do a good job of, of getting you to be like, oh, this is what he's referring to. 
Yeah, yeah, the Crunchyroll is very good at that, which they don't, they don't, they kind of stopped doing that after a while, which, which is kind of unfortunate, but, you know, it doesn't really bother me as much, but yeah, yeah, like reference humor in general, I don't think, I mean, like, actually, uh, I I remember Krusty from an episode of The Simpsons actually put it best that uh, reference humor is very lazy writing, (laughs) which I I think is kind of true, like, it is, but you know, it's 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 the laziest like form of comedy. I think it work. I I think it works better in stand up. Yeah, I c- I could see that. I think I could agree with that. Uh, I actually do some references in stand and some of my comedy, and it's a lot easier when you're working with a crowd because you can enact what you're referring to instead of just being like, oh, let's just animate the scene from like Back to the Future and see if people <laughs> can understand it. Uh, like for example, in Gatama, like they put like the little like you know, messages on top, like this is what they're referring to. When you're doing reference humor in a crowd, you have to make sure that anyone can understand what you're talking about. Otherwise, you won't mm-hmm. get a reaction. Yeah, I mean... It's different when, Yeah, it's different when you have like a TV show like Family Guy where they show the reference and you're like, oh, okay, I see what they're talking about. But like in comedy, if you're like, you know, it's like that one scene in Die Hard when he's like, blah, 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 and then the crowd gets it, you know? And you always have to choose a reference that you know will bring in a crowd. Like, Sorry, I'm kind of tying this back to stand up. <laughs> uh, for for example, I started putting more anime jokes in my oh, stand up. Yeah, but I've been making them broad enough to where uh, everyone can understand it. Um, I don't know if you want me. No, to No, no, please go. I I need to know how this works. Please go ahead. <laughs> so one of my jokes I actually posted on Twitter a little while ago, and you probably saw it. Um, well, the joke starts out where I talk about how, like, I got out of a four-year relationship last year and I was single for a while, and my friends always say, Lisa, now that you're single, you can do whatever you want, and you have no strings attached, you can go live your life, girl. And I said, so I watched 50 animes in one year. Like, (laughs) that's the joke. And everyone gets the joke, because even if you're not an anime fan, you can relate to it. Like, yeah, I've binge-watched Netflix for a year. You know, when I was single, I didn't enjoy my single life. And then I have another joke where I'm like, and this is the one I post on Twitter recently. And it's actually a new joke. So I've been trying to use it on stage more where I'm like, it's kind of embarrassing when you're the only person that watches anime and someone catches you watching it. <laughs> uh, and like the joke that I had was like, my mom would be like, what are you doing? Are you watching anime? I'm like, no, I'm just watching this really intense high school boys basketball game uh, with subtitles. And, like, that's the joke. So, you know, nobody knows what show I'm talking about if you haven't seen it. They just know that they relate to that because they know what anime is. Yeah, and it's also, and it's also like, very weirdly specific. Like, the like the kind of thing you would only watch from anime. Yeah, and, and people understand, like, you know, sports anime is, eh, really? Like, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So when you do reference humor in stand-up, it... It's a lot more difficult because you have to make it broad enough to where everyone can understand it. Yeah. Versus like, you know, something in Gautama where they make like just mini references. Like I know a couple times they'll make fun of Naruto and how he talks. And unless you've seen Naruto, then you wouldn't understand what they're referring to, you know. There's actually, um, actually the new season starts off with a really, uh, with a really like funny little joke where, um, where, cause, uh, cause the Gintama anime has been moved over to like a late night slot on Japanese television, like at like one thirty in the morning or something, something really late. 
Uh, usually it airs like on prime time, I think. But uh, this is like I think this is like the first instance of them actually moving them to a late night slot. And they start off with a great little bit where Gin and the other two are moving in, are basically moving their stuff to the slot. And like they're just walking on top of a giant TV guide. And um, Kagura finds a finds a little item from the last show that was in that slot, which not a lot of people really understood it. But like, I understood it because I actually watched that show that was in that time slot called um, the, the what, what I don't remember what the full title of it is. It's something long. I prefer to it as a uh, Psyche Kusuo, which is which is basically another. It's it's a it's an anime from another Shonen Jump manga. It's a it's a gag manga basically about this kid with pink hair, and he uh, <laughs> he he has these like enormously powerful psychic powers, and it's basically just him trying to live his life in high school, trying not to be the center of attention. But the joke is is that he has these like huge psychic powers that all, that always like get him noticed and stuff, and he ends up making a lot of friends when he doesn't want to make friends at all. So. <clears throat> I personally, I thought it was a really fucking funny show. You should, it, 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 whoever's listening to this should really watch that when they get the chance. It's a, it's a great show. But, um, <laughs> but Kagura finds one of his little like antennas, and Kagura's like, "Well, what's this?" And Gin's like, "Oh, it's probably from the guy who was here last." Which, yeah, n- not a lot of people really got that joke because I don't think a lot of people watched that show. But if you watch the show, you get it. And then even like at the end, um, <clears throat> Gin's introducing the show. And he ends it off with a catchphrase, which um, even less people got. But um, and I think um, the Crunchyroll even actually put up a video about this, where um, where Gin's catchphrase sort of came from a meme uh, from from a, like a Sakura Con two thousand and nine ad or whatever produced by Vic Mignana, where like you have like all these white people at a at a sushi place and they talk about like what what they all love about Japan one of them's oh, like God. I I love Japanese food and I love anime I love manga and some like It's just punk- like Japanese it's just like the wannabe playboys basically <sighs> Yeah Ugh. and and like one of the, one of the, like this punk rock looking kid comes up and goes Gerukamesh and and Gin references that in the, in the show, which I th- I think there's actually more to that joke because I think it actually came from like another thing or something. I know I saw people talking about it, but like you know, like like you know, the point is that like yeah, I so like you know, I think reference humor can be funny when to me it's only funny when you actually get the reference. But I also understand your point that yeah, if you make it broad enough, I think it can work. Yeah, it, it and it's still something I'm working on because I've been a, a comedian for three years and I'm just now starting to bring in anime into my stand-up because it's more unique than a lot of other people's comedy, I believe. Which I'm I'm glad I'm glad to see that you're doing it in more in more of a broad sense because like when I think anime and stand-up, I don't think good things, honestly. Yeah, ex- <laughs> me neither, which is why I've never even bothered until recently. Because you know? like, because like, I, I know there are videos out there of like, you know, they'll they'll have like these events at cons where like they have like you know congoers come up and do like a- like anime stand up, and it's not funny like at all. It's just sometimes it's kind of cringeworthy. Like I don't think it's funny at all. Yeah, it, it it's tough, and I still respect people for trying. I mean, there's a lot of comedians that are really into like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Uh, or not not just Dragon Ball Z, but like more broader animes, and they'll make, I guess, more popular ones, and they'll make references of those on on stage, and people will get them more. But I'm more not really into the 
the really popular ones, obviously, I've, I've expanded my interest. So just so instead of, of you know, writing jokes about like Kilua or something, <laughs> I, uh, I uh, you know, I say, well, what's a good way of, of putting my interest in here is just to make it broad, talk about anime fans in general, but not in an insulting way, you know. Because it's because, you know, obviously people who watch anime, there's obviously this negative reputation that they they carry. But yeah, people like me, it's like, um, excuse me, I'm a shower and I go to the gym. So I, I really (laughs) like anime. (laughs) Yeah. So so trying to be like, okay, I'm just going to talk about my habits instead of what I specifically watch. And it so far it's been working. That's yeah, like awesome. hey, hey, guys, like like beautiful women like anime too. I know, I know, it's pretty rare. Um. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, we do talk and have brains and and can take care of ourselves. Like, no, it's crazy. And it's actually been statistically proven that like more women buy anime than dudes. Manga, I've heard. Yes. Yeah, d- 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 yeah, manga too. Um, oh, I was I gonna see? I I just imagine you going up on stage and just opening with, boy, I just. I just, uh, no, I just, I see, I, I had a, like, really stupid joke in my head, now I'm trying to remember how I wanted to tell it, like, boy, I just got back from, I, I just, I, I went to Gone Fishing or something. See, this is why, this is why you're the comedian and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Writing-wise, I just find humor in everything, and every idea I have, I just write down. Oh, but, yeah, um, I guess... We should probably get back to the manga real quick. So I, this was a good chapter, right? Yes, uh, and I think it was perfect for the time we have and the fact that this is my first time being on the show. You picked a good chapter that was short, and um, the animated version was only, what, 15 minutes long, so... More like 11 minutes, probably. Yeah, but something like that. They were, they, they were they yeah, pretty much... Not- yeah, I, I didn't start you off with, uh, with Benny Zakra. You know, I didn't start you off with something too dense. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've done podcasts where, like, I did an anime podcast where we talked about Hunter Hunter, and we, we one episode, we just talked about the Chimera Ant arc, and it was like, this we can't fit this all in one episode. <laughs> so, to put it, put put a small uh, chapter like this, and especially when the anime is not dramatically different, um, that was good. I enjoyed it. It was great. I like studying anime for podcasts. I, I wish I could do that in real life. For everything, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that's good. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it. But um, we still got a little bit of more show to do here. But I guess before we get on to the rest of it, you know, I just want to let people know that uh, you know, if you want to support the Gintama manga, you know, if you're a fan, you should be doing so. I mean, it's again, it's discontinued, unfortunately, but you know, th- a lot of it is still in print, thankfully. So you know, if you've ever, you know, if if you want to buy this volume of the manga, this is volume ten. You now, if you want to. It, maybe you weren't following along with us, and you're like, man, th- those guys really didn't like... I-, I still don't know what's going on. You guys suck. Well, you know what? Guess what? You could buy it. You could buy the manga. You could buy Volume 10, read Chapter 81. It's a good chapter. Or, you know, if you just want to buy all of Gintama, and, you know, in general, you can actually go to viz.com slash gin-tama, and um, th- they'll basically, like, give you links to where you can... Uh, to other retailers and where you can buy you know, their products, and they do the same thing with Gintama. So you can, like, give you links to, like, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Right Stuff, all that good stuff. So you could just pick your favorite retailer from there. Um, but unfortunately, you know, they don't have a section for any digital release because a digital release for Gintama does not exist at the moment. But uh, 
you know, it's still kind of a long shot, but like, you know, if you if you want to see Gintama digitally released, uh, just go go tell Viz Media on their Twitter at Viz Media, you know, just let them know, hey, I would be interested in buying Gintama digitally. Um, you know, I'll, I'll throw all my money at you. Like, well, you know, obviously be, be as polite as you can. Don't be like, Hey, Viz, where's my Gintama? Hey, by the way, fuck you. I don't like your product. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, just, just let them know, Hey, I would be interested if you ever decided to do this thing. Um, cause I, I still think, you know, there's probably not much of a chance for a Gintama print release anymore. Cause I don't think even with the popularity of the show nowadays, it's still, I don't think it's still popular enough to really warrant another print release, but I think a digital release would still be worth looking into. And that's why I'm going to keep telling people, hey, you want to support it? You want it? Let Viz know you want it. And uh, I think that's going to be it for the manga recap, so we're just going to move on to the next thing. Yay! Greetings and salutations. We would like to inform you that Life Lessons, the Gintama Manga Cast, is holding its first ever podcast survey. And we would be very appreciative if you were to take to time to take this survey. We will be asking questions such as where you procure your enjoyable audio listening, which special podcast contributors you love listening to the most, and or which ones you would love to see more of in the future. So please head on over to gintalifelessons.wordpress.com and you will find the link to the survey from the homepage. Or... You can follow us on Twitter at GintamangaCast, that's G-I-N-T-A-M-A-N-G-A-C-A-S-T. Hey, Spambot, get out, get, the, get out of there! Quickly, while this transmission is still ongoing, please send help, my master is going to distract on me, please send help! Help! This is the Life Lessons segment for Lesson 81. If you go to sleep with the fan on, you'll get a stomachache, so be careful. So, have you ever had this problem ever? Because this is sort of new to me. I sleep with a fan every night, so no. Ah. Uh, even, want... even in 10 degree weather. Huh, That see, that's... Do, do you do it because of, like, uh, because of the noise or whatever? Like, does it put you to sleep? Because I, I, I know people who do that. That and I overheat. <laughs> Which is yeah. funny, I have a space heater and air conditioner on my fan and I set up my room at all times because I'm a woman and I can never tell whether I'm cold or hot or uncomfortable, <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, th- them, them women, um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Those girls and their emotions. Yeah, I know. tying into how cold they are. Uh, I no, know. I didn't think that that was a thing. Maybe that's a Japanese, like superstition you know that honestly i wouldn't be surprised um i feel like the only way this would ever actually happen is if like you slept face first if right in front of your fan and you had like your mouth open and all that cold air kind of went into you maybe um but otherwise i don't i don't think i've ever had this problem myself well there's we have like our own weird superstitions like i heard one recently apparently if you sleep on your spine you get nightmares 
Huh, it puts that's pressure, interesting. It puts pressures on your, your spinal cord. I'm like, the fuck? Huh. <laughs> I so sleep I guess, whatever, whatever the way I want. <laughs> well, I guess I'm never sleeping on my back again. Um, Apparently. I actually, that, that sounds like it's kind of true, because I, I feel like I've had nightmares before, and when I, whenever I wake up, I feel like I always wake up, like, face up. Yeah. I, maybe there might be some truth to that. I don't know. That is really, that's interesting, though. Maybe that's the thing for the fans. They're like, yeah, if you sleep with a fan on, you'll get a stomach ache. Maybe they'll just parents just tell their kids that so they don't use up the energy. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, that's that that sounds pretty plausible. Actually, I didn't think about it like that. Um, but I guess as far as it like relates to the chapter, I think it. We we talk about this on the show a lot, but um, well, you're 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 new here, so I so I could talk about this again. That. Um, uh, Sirachi kind of has this thing where, like, sometimes he'll, cause, like, he's, he's very, he's very well known for, like, working right up to the deadline on his manuscripts for the manga. And so, he, sometimes he gets to a point where, like, you know, he has to, he still has to come up with the chapter title. And when he can't come up with something, usually his editor and assistant will come up with one. And, um, I feel like there's a chance maybe, like, an assistant or one of his editors came up for this came up with this one or maybe he came up with this one i don't know but usually usually the ones that don't seem really seem like they have any real like deep meaning to it uh, at all other than oh it's just tangentially related i feel like those are usually the ones his editor comes up with because sarachi again uses up a lot of his time um or maybe i'm wrong i don't know that's just a feeling that i have that, that it falls into like that category but Personally, I don't think there's anything super deep about this chapter title at all, other than Gin Gin went to go get an electric fan. That's about it. Yep. Yeah, that's kind of about it. Um, I mean, I don't know unless unless you just happen to be a philosophy major, Lisa, and you want to drop drop some knowledge bombs on me. Well, don't typically there. Uh... You know, the episode titles or the lesson titles kind of tie in with something said in the episode or something that has it go in the episode. Um, some, sometimes, sometimes more, more tangentially than others. Yeah. Some, some, some are a little more like, see, that's the problem with doing the show for almost four years is that I can't remember any of them, but, uh, (laughs) there, there are some chapter titles where, um, there's like one in particular during, uh, during a, during an upcoming arc that you'll actually be getting to in the next, like, I want to say 15 episodes the, the Mitsupa arc it's a it's a Shinsengumi arc so it's it's very good it's like two episodes probably Ooh. one of probably one of my favorites they're my favorites oh that's good so hey somebody who likes the Shinsengumi not <laughs> that that's really rare but I know I mean I, I like how uh inconsistent they are as far as being an actual profession <laughs> yeah they're sometimes they're not very good at their jobs but and I, it's okay. I love it <laughs> <laughs> actually the Mitsupa arc in particular uh, actually kind of like explores why Okita and Hichikata don't like each other very much. Um, uh, it's very oh, interesting. Funny. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. It's very sad. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it there, but, but yeah, I know there's, there's a, there's an episode title in the, in the second episode of that. That's always like perplexed me because like, it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with the chapter title, but then I remember actually that's part of the reason why I started this segment was because I was talking with a friend of mine about how it relates, and then we kind of figured it out, and I was like, "Oh shit, there's actually something to these more than I thought." Like even Sirachi in a, like a in one of like his little Q and A's in the manga even says, "Hey, you know, I, I encourage people to to 
you know, take a look at these chapter titles and see what you get out of them. And so there you go. I feel validated. Um, but uh, what was it? It's like uh, women who ask what's more important, me or your job, uh, deserve a German suplex or something. It was what? something really, really out there like that, that I don't really I don't really know how it relates to the episode at all. And I, I remember I I had a theory about it, but I've long forgotten about it. And when I when I get to that arc, I'm going to see if I can, like, remember what the hell my theory was. But, you know, people can look forward to that. But you no, know, it's just really weird out there titles like that that don't seem to make any sense, but like are related and do have some kind of meaning somehow. Um, Just really weird shit like that. But yeah, I, I, I don't think there's I don't think th- th- this one is pretty easy and straightforward. I think it, again, it's tangentially related. I don't think there's much to it. I don't, what, what do you think, Lisa? D- does the chapter title make sense? No, but they did get an electric fan. <laughs> okay, okay, that's that's perfectly fair. Um, so I think with that out of the way, you know, if you if you guys want to send in your thoughts on these life lessons, past or present, or, or even future, you know, it says sending your thoughts on how this relates to the how how this title relates to the chapter. Uh, to get to life lessons at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are. And with that, I think we're just going to move on to the next thing. I think that's going to close out the show again. I, I, I had a pretty fun time. I, uh, Lisa is definitely a guest. I was really looking forward to, because again, very different perspective on, uh, on Gintama from the standpoint of a professional stand-up comedian. Um, Lisa, thank you so much for coming on the show and, and, and humoring me as most stand-up comedians do. <laughs> thank you for giving me homework. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I hope we can have you on again sometime. I'd, I'd really like to do that again. Yes, I want to finish the series and come back on too, because that would be awesome. So you, you you didn't you didn't hate being on, right? No, I want to stay on for two hours if I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. As long as long as people don't hate being on the show, I usually try to bother them to come back on. So hopefully we can do that sometime in the future. But uh, you know, you're 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 a pretty you're a pretty busy girl. You got a lot of stuff going on. Yes, uh, I should probably have a job. Uh, again, hopefully soon, but I've been so busy focusing on more of my comedy stuff. It's like, well, we'll see. But uh, yeah, no, I definitely will have more time to uh, finish the show in the future, and then hopefully I'll be back on. Well, that's that's good. But um, you know, a- anything you want to plug before we before we head out of here? I, I know you have a Twitter. Yes, um, I'm sure you'll share it. But uh, they can follow me on Twitter. It's at rock underscore Lisa. And it's like L-E-S-S-L-E-E-S-A, like Rock Lee, because <laughs> uh, my actual name was taken, unfortunately. So Rock underscore Lisa uh, on Twitter. Um, that's pretty much where I talk about anime anyways. I mean, you can probably find me on Instagram. My name's Lisa Wallen. Uh, and that's, uh, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, that's good. But uh, yeah, everybody go follow Lisa on Twitter. She is, um, I-, I personally think she's very funny. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so again, I want to thank Lisa for coming on the show and, and all that. Hopefully we'll have her on again, but, uh, 
As for the usual, you know, if you want to follow me on Twitter, if you don't already, you can follow me at SniperKing323. That's S-N-I-P-E-R-K-I-N-G-323. I talk about anime a lot, too. I, I even read a lot of manga. I try to live-tweet that whenever I can. But, uh, no, other than this podcast, I do two others. Um, you know, if you're into Detective Conan slash Case Closed, I record a podcast with my friend, Doctor, who, if you listen to the show, you've, you've heard him on here before. Um, also the host of Just a Gintama podcast and uh, the SSAA podcast. Um, you know, go, go listen to One Podcast Prevails if you're a fan of Detective Conan. Same format as this show, we cover the Detective Conan manga in particular from the beginning as well. Uh, we go uh, arc by arc or case by case or whatever you want to call it. That's at onepodcastprevails.wordpress.com. And um, please go follow Manga Mavericks. Uh, it's actually a podcast where I get to talk to my friend and past guest, uh, Sid, and where we uh, every other week talk about manga, whatever we're reading, whatever's happening in the industry. Um, I love manga to death. It is probably possibly my biggest passion and i love talking about it with sid every other week so please go follow that that's manga mavericks at allcomic.com uh, it's uh, it's released every other every other friday it's a bi-weekly show and but as for this show in particular you know you can follow the podcast on the website that's at uh, gintalifelessons.wordpress.com uh, we have every episode up there up on there uh obviously and uh, you can also listen to us on Stitcher or the Stitcher Smart Radio app or on Player FM, along with a bunch of other podcasts on there. Um, you can follow us on Facebook.com, Twitter.com, and YouTube.com slash GintaMangaCast. That's G-I-N-T-A-M-A-N-G-A-C-A-S-T, GintaMangaCast. Um, email us anything about Gintama, the podcast, uh, you know, how much you want Lisa back on the show. If yeah. You like- like listening to her you think she's funny let, let us know we'll read it on the show at uh, gintalifelessons at gmail.com or occasionally when I have the chance to you can leave us feedback in our threads on the Gintama subreddit that's at reddit.com slash r slash Gintama uh, but the most important thing guys is that you subscribe rate or review us on iTunes uh, that would really help us get the show a bit more out there help us uh, publicize this a bit more public any publicity is good publicity even bad publicity uh so you know you want to raise one star go ahead it'll it'll uh, it'll it'll let people know of our existence so that's good um but you know what that's that's gonna be about it for the show um and uh, this was this was a good show i had a lot of fun uh again thank you lisa so much for coming on and um, we will see you guys next time for episode 55. Bye, guys. Awesome. Bye. <laughs>